0: Welcome, everybody, to this week's edition of the Top Ten Show. I am John Roca. I am Matt Nost. Uh, And we are coming from my office here on a lovely Sunday afternoon in my new, well, relatively new place. Uh, Because, unfortunately, I think we should admit this right off the bat, we had another episode that we had recorded, and sadly, it got lost uh, in technical difficulties uh, with the uh, H4N or H5N that I use here, the Zoom um something happened, some weird ass noise happened, it deleted seven files, including our show, so just, it was a big old drama. You just had to slander the company. You no, could have I easily didn't... gone right
1: around that <laughs> and you made the choice. You don't know, fuck them.
0: <laughs> well, fuck them. This is bullshit. I was pretty mad, I have to tell you. Uh yeah, it happens. Yeah, I it, know, but it's just it's frustrating because you're just like, We had a great show.
1: Has it happened any other time? No. Exactly. Right. So, right. Once out of how many ever times you've used that, which I'm guessing a, a ton. A ton. That, that's yeah. not bad. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's not bad. Uh, it sucks. <laughs> it happened with me when I clicked it when we did it in the Collider <laughs> Studio. Oh, right. I'm going to click the button, and I guess I double-clicked it or something, but somehow it recorded 13 seconds, so I don't know what I did. <laughs> the delayed click. I did a triple-click, and it went yeah. to know 13 seconds in the future, click again. <laughs> uh, and that shit sucked, and we did like,
0: you know, 45, 50 minutes of a show. Yeah, we did. I want Matt to verify that it's recording.
1: Uh, Do you sense that it's recording? Yes, I see the seconds moving. Okay, all and right. So long as it doesn't start worrying
0: like it did last time. Yeah, that's what happened. It was a weird-ass noise. It just blew up. But we won't tell you who the guest was because we'll save that because we'll ask him back for another time. Yeah,
1: we'll have him on for something
0: else. Yeah, definitely for something else. But we had a a great show. But unfortunately, you know, sometimes it happens, as Matt said. And so uh, Matt suggested that we kind of call an audible here and do uh, a Topic Thunder show as our main episode just for this week. Well, because we wanted to save the topic we had done. It's like it's too good a
1: topic than us rehash. We just did a full show, right? A couple of days ago. That we're not going to bring a whole lot of new nuance, uh, and it's actually more than likely going to be a little bit worse. Because in my head, I'll start doing the. You said that point last time, right? Even though they didn't hear it, but I know you did. So right. I need to conjure up something new to express my thought, and it just it's fucking pointless. Yeah. So we only have a day and a half to get this out. Like, why not? Why not? We had this show on Patreon. Yeah. We could do a longer version here. And uh, for those of you that don't know, I mean, it's Topic Thunder. Topic Thunder! Uh, and it's just they, you know, Patrons uh, at five bucks and up can send in a question. Yeah. And then we put it up as Patreon-only content. Uh, so if you want to join us over there and be part of Topic Thunder over on Patreon, go to patreon.com forward slash the top ten with the number ten.
0: Right, because this is only just for the patrons usually. Yes. But we're doing this for all the fans To give you an idea of what being a patron can bring you. This possibility to hear this kind of content ahead of other people. I mean,
1: only, oh, And we also didn't want to scramble to have to come up with another uh, idea and sure. a, a top 10 for that.
0: Okay, sure. That makes sense. You know, sense. My, yes. my
1: time is precious right now, as is yours. <laughs> as
0: is my holy shit.
1: Occasionally, you just got to go, you know what, guys? We're phoning this in. You're getting another show. We're
0: not phoning it in, though. Well, I'm saying as per yeah. our
1: usual. It's the only time it's ever happened. That's true. It's the That's only true. time it's ever
0: happened. Yeah, but thank God we've got all this other possibilities to play around sure. with. So it's good that we got the topic It's
1: something up. It's still, it, you know, basically the gist of the show is, for those who have never heard it, obviously, yeah. if you're not a Patreon... Um you just send us a question Whatever that question may be It's like who would win in a fight X or Y Like I don't know And then you start talking about it Right But almost all of them Are movie related In some capacities Like if you could replace This director With anybody Who would you choose Or stuff right. like that But they just send in Random questions And we just gab Yeah Baby We
0: just gab a yeah. Um. Yeah Alright Well uh, I guess let's get into Well first I have a question yes. As a patron um, You're a
1: patron of the of show Of the
0: show Of course Um well, you're claiming the cinephiles money that goes in for the $5 <laughs> yeah. shout out. I'm claiming the blood, sweat and tears that I put into the damn show. Yeah, but we're not patrons at that. Point. <sighs> all right, fine. I'll save it for later. Let's uh, let's start. No, off. No, no, let's, let's go. What Really? What do you got? W- do you got? W- my thing? Yeah. yeah. OK. The trade happened. Now what?
1: Oh, um, well, it, it's first off.
0: We're talking about the Anthony Davis trade to the Lakers. Yes. This happened yesterday. We,
1: we you know what? Hey, this is a little flashback to what we used to do all the time. <laughs> That's right. The Lakers sacrificed a lot. A lot. A lot. When you see all the pick swap protections, so they get, for those that don't know, they get this year's fourth uh, pick. Yeah. Then they skipped next year because they didn't want that first round draft pick. And the year after, it's top eight protected, but it's inverse protection. So if it's in the top eight, it goes to the Pelicans. If it's out of the top eight, it goes to the Lakers. Usually it's the other way around. Wow. Then they have pick swap in 2024. Four and okay. they can uh basically they own the Lakers draft for like the next seven years. This is insane.
0: It is. Well, because if you can't if they okay, great, you got Anthony Davis, you got LeBron, awesome. You kept Kyle Kuzma, great. Who the f- hell else do you have on the show, on the team? Well, that's the other when do they process this trade? Right.
1: If they do it by July sixth, is there is, they could do it?
0: July six. yeah. It
1: prevents them from getting a max player on free in the free agent market. Right. So if they, I think a lot of people are speculating that's why New Orleans got so much in return. Yeah. They agreed to process the trade July 30th. So then the Lakers could go out, sign a max guy, and then once all the rookie, the whoever they drafted it for that they wanted, then yeah. their contract is fully legal and you're trading now cap for cap as opposed to in, it's whatever. It's all the machinations. right? So depending on where they do this but I don't even like them going out to get a third guy because
0: then they have no money left. There's nothing left, dude. It's all exemptions or uh, minimum uh, uh, player allotments, allowances, and you're dealing with Carmelo at that point and uh maybe chris paul takes it because he's been talking about leaving houston he, well, he wants a trade yeah there is
1: no i want to leave it's, I that's I true. trade.
0: there's no way he can get traded Lakers. there's
1: nothing Lakers. They, aff- they can't afford him in in salary he restructures his contract yeah yeah but yeah. the mbpa is going to fight hard against that right because it sets a pattern it does oh. and they don't want to set a precedent for any of this jazz yeah so i think cp3 is stuck jimmy butler is an option kimba walker is an option Kim,
0: if- you got to get you got to get a point guard you have to have a
1: point guard. They can't trade for Bradley Beal anymore because nope. they don't have any assets unless they're going to give up Kuzma and right whatever first round pick they. Had. But then the Steppian rule steps in, so they can't give away any more first rounders for a yeah, while. They're done. Uh, the Lakers, that is. So I don't know. I would say reserve that extra and get two, three good role players to fill around. Get a, a shooter mm-hmm. who's legit good. Try and get one for five to six million. Get a backup center that's good. Pay, yeah. You know, if you get uh, Lopez yeah, from Lopez. Milwaukee, who's yeah. a free agent, that's a good sign. Yeah, true. Now you're deeper in another position, and he can shoot a three. I, I, I would go that route. Yeah. Try and spin because then if it doesn't work out, you can always move on from that individual, and you still have. You can bring in quality pieces around.
0: I think they got fleeced. I think they totally got fleeced. I think with the Magic Johnson debacle that happened, yeah. I think Palinka and Genie Buss were desperate to make a big splash Possibly. to show that they weren't incompetent, which yep. they are. And, then, and now they're they essentially mortgaged the next five years of the Lakers' future for Anthony Davis. If he goes down with a knee injury next year, what was the fucking point? He's injury-prone. He is. And LeBron had
1: his longest injury ever right. this year. Right, right. LeBron's window is only so much wider. Maybe
0: one or two years. Maybe. Maybe.
1: Look, his contemporaries that came in with him, Carmelo can't get a job. (laughs) Wade is retired. CP3 is starting to look older and older and older, and now he wants out of the situation he's on. He's the last one. Yeah. He still put up great numbers this year for a shit
0: team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, He's got a hitch in his giddy-up, though, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's just getting older. That's all there's to it. You can't play that many minutes, and not. it's amazing that he's still going. Look at Durant. Durant just goes down. Clay (laughs) blows out his fucking knee. Yeah. It happens to guys all the time. It's yeah. Just this
0: dude has managed to play all these minutes and never get hurt. On the other side of things, this makes uh, New Orleans really interesting, fascinating to watch if they play this draft right. Because rumors are they're going to get they're talking about going to get R.J. Barrett to play with Zion. Holy well, man, mother of God!
1: Yeah, but R.J.'s flat out said I'm not working out for any other teams except for the New York Knicks because I want to be in. A- he said that, huh? It, if the Knicks okay. signaled we're not going to take you and be like, you know, my second and actual yeah, real yeah. first option was New Orleans. <laughs> just do that little rigmarole. Nice dance. Yeah, exactly. He's doing his little dance. You yeah, know, sometimes yeah. we do a dance. Sometimes other people this do a dance. Very true. Life is a dance. Very true. You just sell whoever, wherever you think you're going. I love it. Uh, on on, I see it on Hoops Hype more often than not. Mm-hmm. I have little blurbs from each of the the potential lottery picks. Yeah, And each one is, is like... You know, a lot of teams uh, are looking for heart, and that's what I got in spades type of thing. They all have their own (laughs) bullshit work ethic or this or that. They all have their own little quote, like they've been prepared by an academy, (laughs) except for the guys at the top, because it doesn't matter for the top three, four. Right. They know they're going in those spots.
0: Right. Uh, That's funny. Yeah. I I have an outside possibility that they'll try to move up to get John Morant. If you get John Morant... And Zion on the same team. If you don't keep Drew Holliday, then then Drew becomes expendable.
1: Yeah, but you've crushed his value before. If you Uh, traded him
0: before the draft and then moved up. Yeah. Maybe that's the trade. You trade him for the higher pick. Memphis takes Drew Holiday, which isn't a bad uh Would you give up Job Morant for Drew Holiday? No, of course not. But Morant has said, I think, in interviews that he doesn't want to go to Memphis. So Because mm. it's kind of a rebuilding team. I'd rather go with Zion and the Pelicans and of Lonzo and all these guys.
1: Well, that's the other thing. You're asking him to get a point guard. Technically, they have Lonzo. Yeah,
0: true. That's a good point.
1: I mean, okay. who, who is injury prone. And then Brandon Ingram, who's coming back from a blood clot. Right. Uh, his was I just thoracic like... outlet syndrome. and Ooh, then. Yeah. Foltz's was neurogenic thoracic outlet syndrome. If you say so. Well, Ingram's was, we can test for this. And yeah. Foltz's was, if if it comes up negative on every other test, <laughs> this is a possible diagnosis. <laughs> Just it's not certainty.
0: Way in the back.
1: Yeah. Ingram, <laughs> by all accounts, he'll be fine. Yeah. Foltz, no idea. <laughs> right, exactly. No idea. It it's crazy that he's on the magic now.
0: Yeah. It's madness. Yeah. We'll see what happens with, uh, with Jock, ja, because I don't, Memphis, I don't want him to go sink into Memphis, man. That's years of a, a, a wasted uh, time, yeah. so we'll see. What are you going to do? Yeah, we'll see. All right. Well, you I just you take whoever's to, pays you, you know? Right. I just wanted to um, get your thoughts on it. All right, let's jump into this thing. Uh, who's first? Uh, we, um, Ed Buskirk
1: okay. is the first. just comes up as EB, so I was trying to read the, uh, the old email handle there. EB. Uh, thank you, Ed Buzzkirk. Yeah, we appreciate you, it. He said Disney recently announced that the Artemis Fowl movie, directed by Kenneth Brown, has been moved to May of 2020. It was originally slated to come out in August. Does this spell doom for this movie? <laughs> I was really looking forward to the series and have been reading the books with my youngest son. Putting it in May makes me think that they have confidence in it to kick off the summer, but uh, they also put it on Memorial Day weekend. And Disney has not had a lot of luck with that weekend, even though I have had fun with a number of films released on that weekend, the most recent being Solo. Yeah, <laughs> okay. The, <laughs> the Memorial Day weekend has been a mixed bag, and the movies always seem to underperform. It makes me nervous
0: for Aladdin. Well, underperforms because the last thing people want to do on Memorial Day weekend is go see a movie. They want to have a little fun with their families. They want to yeah. take a three day vacation. They want to hang out in the sun and do whatever. They don't want to be inside of a movie theater. You know, Christmas is different because the family's getting together. With Memorial Day, you want to get a br- away from it all. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, so, but at the same time, like outside of that
1: Sunday barbecue, yeah. Do you? I mean, anymore? I'm not, you know, oh. 22 anymore. I don't use it as an excuse to party all weekend.
0: I sleep all day, man. I use the excuse not to do a fucking thing and just sleep all day. So that's what I would do on Memorial mm-hmm. Day weekend. Everybody celebrates differently. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I do think it's. Spe- I don't think it spells doom necessarily, but I do think it spells that they don't have a lot of confidence in the movie. Um, first of all, they weren't getting buzz for this movie at all. Okay. No one was excited for it other than people who had read the book. I don't think they did a good job of marketing the movie as a something for people to get to know. Brana's a fantastic director. Brana doesn't put butts in seats. and so it's like yeah to, to, so to me this is a uh, this is a film that's gonna have like the uh, Alita Battle Angel situation, which is you probably have a really great story. people don't know it. They're not going to come see it. Mortal Engines suffered that. Valerian, City of Valerian suffered well, that. Well, Mortal Engines was dog shit, was it not? Well, it was, but that's what I'm saying to you. Like, I feel like, but but but, but people still go see dog shit movies yeah. if they have an interest, right? Yeah. And I don't think Artemis, for a property that's not known, I don't think Artemis did a good job of selling it. And okay. I don't think in the long run it will, to be honest.
1: Yeah, I don't even know what it is. Oh, okay. I've heard of it, right? But that is literally the breadth of my knowledge on the subject. <laughs> I've heard the name yes. and didn't know it was coming out in August. Mm-hmm. But I'm not as uh, attuned to that stuff. I don't, you know, seek out the trailers. I don't, yeah, any of that jazz. Yeah, it's just yeah. I look at upcoming movie schedule kind of thing. Right.
0: Uh, I'm old, I guess, in that way. I do what I do. I, you just, yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> the that's the mantra of Matt Nost. I do uh, what I do, buddy. Yeah.
1: Uh, okay. So I mean, look, it might be even better than the you know, like this could be a great start to the you know the next year's summer tent poles. Yes. Because if if you this summer is any sense. indication of next year's uh, you know output. Yes. Outside of Avengers and what John Wick three, it's been a smorgasbord of mediocrity. To I didn't enjoy that at all.
0: Yeah, that's we talked about that in movie talk the other day. Uh, how disappointing or these mediocre films have been. Yeah. For the most part. you have Like you said, outside of John Wick 3, Avengers Endgame, there's not much that's popped up. I know Booksmart was good, but not a lot of people went to see have, it. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, and there you go. That's the thing. See, in this cast is Josh Gad, Judy Dench, Hong Chow. All big
1: blockbusters.
0: Yeah, exactly. Nobody knows this. So to me, this is not this is not a, a film that's going to wow the audiences. It's a young Irish criminal mastermind who kidnaps the fairy leprechaun officer, Holly Short for mm-hmm. ransom to fund the search for his missing father in order to restore the family fortune. Fairy leprechaun? Yeah.
1: What we had to add to what I mean pick, pick a lane. Pick a fucking lane. You could be a fairy or a leprechaun, both are mystical beings. You tell me that they fucked at some point and there's a hybrid society of fairy leprechauns.
2: <laughs> I want to see the name yeah. of this.
1: You don't need it. Your character's <laughs> name is already Artemis Fowl. I assume one of two things: kids got to be English. There's no way around Truth. that. Truth, yeah. There's no way around that. <laughs> Just ridiculous. Tinker, O'Malley. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move on to the next one. Thank you, Ed, for that. It's from Johanna. Uh, I don't want to say the person's right email. We don't do that, right? No. So, Johanna, hello, man, John. I'm going to keep this quick. Which Super Bowl, in your opinion, would make the best movie? Greetings from Finland. Respect. Top top, top ten live Finland. When? Oh, I'd love an, to go to Helsinki with a top ten live show. That would be awesome. All right, best Super Bowl to Turn make a movie? movie about. What about that
1: Titans one where they? Uh, oh, the Rams. A Yard short. Yeah, the Rams and it just Titans fell ones. down. But then it was the rise of the Rams out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. The Rams were suddenly good. You got Kurt Warner was bagging groceries. Yeah. Before he finally got a job with them.
0: greatest show on turf. Yeah. They right. just
1: suddenly putting up to mad points out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's a good choice. Uh,
1: I lived in Illinois at the time. And you when I visit my friends down in like Carbondale, Southern Illinois University, stuff like that, yeah. they'd just be plastered with all kinds of Ram stuff. And be like, I'm pretty sure five years ago, you never in a million years would have put in Rams anything
0: on these walls. Right, right, right. But they just became so popular. Uh, three leap to mind. The Giants stopping the Patriots from going undefeated. If, if you, you have a Tyreek catch, right? Yeah. If you profile the Giants and then you have the Patriots in the periphery as the team that is this juggernaut, and because the Giants went through all these questions, barely made the playoffs as a wild card, yeah. then had to go on the road, I think, for every one of their games and then play the Patriots, and they did it. And it, and, you know, and then Plaxico. First, yeah, uh, gets shot, yeah. you know, shoots himself in the leg and all this Just yeah. So there's there's so much rest, plus Eli Manning. And So there's a lot that you can explore. Tom Coughlin is the coach. There's a lot you can do with that Giants team. All right. Um, the replacements were a nice film about this, uh, the replacement Redskins that won those games. So I hesitate to say a Redskins movie for Doug Williams being the first black quarterback to win a Super Bowl. Okay. That hit, if, I think you profile Doug, not necessarily the team and the Super Bowl, we would profile Doug and his journey to get there and winning the Super Bowl. All right. Uh, that's a possibility. But I would throw in that Steelers-Cardinals Super Bowl, which was one of the most incredible Super Bowls ever. Great back and forth. Okay. Yeah, right. The last catch by Santonio Holmes uh, to win the game. Ben threw it on a dart and his two feet just barely touching inside to beat the Cardinals. And the Cardinals had come storming back. Antonio Brown? No, no, no. It was Santonio was Holmes Santonio? During, at that time. Yeah, number 10. Yeah. Man. I don't think that A.B. ever went to a Super Bowl with the Steelers. I don't think so either. I, don't I was just like, so.
1: Tony, what, If
0: Makuga was here, he'd correct us, but I don't think yeah. he has. I'm blanking on that. Yeah. What about, is there any other ones that jump out of for
1: you? We could do this all day. <laughs> we literally could, because he's just like, all right, well,
0: now you're talking about
1: well, all these. Your Bears team should totally be a movie. Yeah, well, because it became, they became pop culture yeah. kind of icons in one season, which doesn't happen. It's like Fab Five-ish. Oh, totally. That, it's a rare occurrence when somehow, you know, uh, the Raptors to some degree now in Canada... They are a pop culture reference. Good point. Yeah. Um, so it takes on a different kind of stance, uh, especially for Chicago ones. But yeah, I mean, you could do that one. You could it's totally whatever. Because I'm trying to think of good games. The reason I like the Rams is because you could follow somebody like Kurt was yeah, cast aside. Absolutely. And then boom, we cast Dennis Quaid. Done. Yeah. And then he. Dick for meal. Yeah, exactly. Dick for meal after having <laughs> yeah. with you know he was it's the coach in the Invincible. Eagles. Yep. Uh, a yeah, man I can... that I just knew cried a lot.
0: Yeah. That's that's how I. You can get Greg Kinnear to come back and play the older Dick Vermeule. Even better. Totally works.
1: (laughs) Um, Yeah, there's just a lot of. Because the stakes are so high. Yeah. You know, every couple of years you get a really good game. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all you, you know. That's all you want. By and large, I have rooting interests, but at the same time, I just want a good game. Yeah.
0: Truth. All right. What's our next one?
1: Uh, Our next in one is from Ryan Nem. Hey, it says, hey, guys, love the show and love the new idea. My question is, like you guys, I'm a massive basketball fan. So question is, if you had a chance to play one on one with any movie character from a basketball movie, who would it be? I would cheat and choose MJ from uh, Space Jam.
0: Why would you play MJ one on one? Well, that's not a cheat because you got to hang out with MJ. I guess so. But MJ doesn't hang out with you if you're playing him one on one. You never know. What if you're the guy? What guy?
1: Just the one that he, <laughs> like, you know, he just instantly most. embraces. Like, I like this guy. You could be the one. As much <laughs> as I know that dude is more than likely a jerk, I
0: still want to be his buddy. I feel like that would, I feel like that would end terribly. I feel like you, even if you were the guy, you know, Brian Azzarello a few years ago did that uh, Joker book where, you, where the guy, you follow through the eyes, uh, point of view rather, of a henchman who becomes the Joker's henchman. Okay. So it's all POV from this guy. And you he gets so excited that he gets to be part of Joker's crew. And then he spends, I think, a, a twenty four hours with him being part of his crew. And he slowly descends into the insanity of it all. And he just it's like by the end, he's like, Oh my God, thank God I'm never doing well, that again. I think with that's Jordan, the Joker. Though. I think with Jordan the same would happen the same thing would happen because he would take you get you'd have to stay up all night gambling, you'd have to be able to hang with him. No, he, and then he bust your balls like crazy all the time with Oakley. Do you ever hear about the story about the uh uh Charles Barkley, and I can't
1: remember where the other guy was, but he's an Asian guy, and Barkley met him at a hotel bar. Oh, okay. And they ended up kind of striking up a friendship. Yeah. And they would exchange calls every once in again and whatnot, and Barkley showed up at his funeral. Oh, wow. Because for years, the family knew that he was friends with him and whatnot, right, right. and he supported him, and he, you know, whatever. He was yeah. a fan of him, but didn't yeah. realize who it was at the time. Right. When Barkley showed up to show respect, Oh, he
0: was oh like, wait, wait. They became friends without him knowing it was Bar- Charles Barclay? He was just a dude he met.
1: Yeah, he was just a dude oh, wow. he met. wow. And then, you know, once okay. you realize who it is- Right, of
0: course, things change. But and he mentally, would- but... They
1: send texts, and they'd shoot calls to one another every once again, they check in and see how mm-hmm. they're doing, and the guy passed away, and Barclay shows up and gives a eulogy. That's he was awesome. like, you your dad was a genuinely good person. Right. And basically, like, I'm richer for having known him. Right. Uh, it's like that. Just like a random, what if you became buddies? Then, okay. There's another dude. Um, he was a traveling salesman. He sat next to, I can't remember, but oh. he's a, a royal from the Middle East. Oh, wow. Okay. And they've maintained, because he didn't know who he was. So they yeah, just, right. They just talked for the whole flight and whatnot and exchanged information afterwards, and they became friends. Yeah. And then now that dude... Gets flown in sometimes, which is like, we're going to hang out on my yacht for a week. I'd like you to come and just hang out. Wow. Take some vacation time. And he's in his, like mid-50s, and this guy's in his 40s. Right. He's just like, come hang out. We'll have a good time. He's like, all right. And he just
2: <laughs> gets a free
1: private <laughs> flight and hangs out with his buddy, who he didn't realize was this massively yeah. wealthy. It's so like... I'm not saying I want a jet a jet flight, but just like a back and forth. Uh, what if? What if? he's still got to smoke you one on one. Yeah, that's fine. I'm not going to win against any of the movie characters because they all shoot too well. That's true. The camera never pans to the dude that keeps bricking. You know what I mean? So <laughs> that's true. That's who I take on. And, uh, you take that little dude from yeah. the
0: Hoosiers. They want to bounce the ball off
1: his leg. Yeah, perfect,
2: <laughs> perfect.
1: Somebody mugsy bogs his height because then we're roughly about the same height. Fair enough. Without his athletic
0: ability. Basically like um, the heavy kid from Team Wolf,
2: which is like, <laughs> <laughs> he pokes his body.
0: I will take Dr. J and the fish and save Pittsburgh. All right. I would love to play the doctor. That's, you know, I, I was born in Philly and I had an affinity for that town growing up as a sports fan. And I always loved the Sixers when, when Dr. J was in, I remember watching them win the finals. I remember seeing mm-hmm. him lose the finals so many times, but finally win the finals against the Lakers with that team, that faux, fo fo team. And, uh, yeah, I would love to play Doctor J because I get to hang out with Doctor J, and I got yeah. a feeling Doctor wouldn't fuck with me the way MJ would. So yeah, yeah. I said, "Yeah, I'm like cool with." Friend,
2: <laughs> I'd
0: like to believe. Yeah, you just don't fanboy out. We're not saying because we're not saying Kazam Shaq. We're not playing Shaq, so Blue Chip Shaq. <laughs> all right, this one's from Joe Ibarra. Joe, thank you, brother, for all the work you do for the show, my man. I have two questions. One is entertainment-based. The other is a little more personal. First question, with summer looming, what is the best summer movie? Or what is the most fun you had watching a summer blockbuster that you can remember any memories come to mind? Jesus, this is a layered question.
1: Yeah, exactly. First question, part one. (laughs) Part one,
0: subset Did Mance write this for you? (laughs) Seven more things. (laughs) The other question is about love or coming of age. Any funny stories regarding girls when you were kids or adults? Ooh, P.S. As for a name for the show, I like... Quick 10 with Matt and John. I know it's 20 minutes, but I like playing off the 10 from the top 10. Oh, hope you like these questions. Thanks for reading. Thanks for all you do. Thanks for letting me help with the show. It's my pleasure to help my two favorite podcasters out. Talk to you soon. All right. That's very nice of him. A quick 10 could be funny. Like a, just a ten, one topic 10 minutes and yep. we, we're on a timer. That would be great. Uh
1: Sure. Who knows? All right. Be fun. Uh here's the quick 10. We just <laughs> keep coming out with shorter and shorter comment, uh, con- content.
0: content. Yeah. Here's a fast five. <laughs> yeah, the fast 5. <laughs>
1: The fastest 10 seconds in podcasting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes and no. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, you can follow us at... <laughs> All right, so... Summer, do you have an answer for that? Summer... I move? mean, with the summer... What's
1: the best summer movie? Why don't we pick one of the three of these? Okay. That we'll answer, because then we'll do the second part of the second one, too. Instead oh, right, doing, yeah. Fair instead enough. of doing four yeah, questions, yeah. we'll just pick one of the first All
0: three right. that are the same. Okay.
1: Well, uh, I mean, best summer movie... If you're an account Avengers, it's Avengers.
0: Yeah, I don't think there's like any of clones. any summer. I think he's asking of any summer. Yeah, okay. I mean,
1: the best summer movie ever.
0: Yeah, I think that's what he's asking.
1: What's the best? How do you even quantify that? I'd have to look at. Yeah, we'd have to look it up. Legitimately,
0: I don't know that anything comes. To, I, I would say the first Iron Man is probably one of the best experiences I had in summer. Uh, Dark Knight oh yeah
1: I saw that in IMAX in the summer and that was that Best lived choice. up to, that was even better than the hype yeah uh,
0: I wish I'd seen that I saw Dark Knight Rises in IMAX and I, dude, it was just blown away you feel
1: it I wish I'd seen yeah, uh, yeah Rises because that opening oh, plane yeah. sequence yeah. in IMAX I can only imagine like how enveloping oh. with all the sound hello <laughs> Once they fixed that, you got used to it. You could hear them. I didn't mind it. I don't know that people
0: hated it, but... You think you're getting off the plane.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) No, brother. They're looking for one of us in the crash. And you're like, all right, we're good to go here. Mm -hmm. It's a perfect (coughs) villain that takes a needless twist. And then there's machinations within the plot that just drive me up the fucking wall. Yeah. I still think there's something there. And the beauty of of that opening shot is like, man, this dude knows how to open a superhero movie. Mm Mm-hmm. Between that and the Joker introduction.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: This is fantastic.
0: Yeah, he does. I want to wonder if any of the Mission Impossible movies came out in the summer. Uh, maybe? Most of them did. I'd say yeah. all of them did. Yeah. So I would probably put one of those up there. What
1: was the last one? That's the one
0: I've liked uh, the most. Ghost Pro- uh No, it was the last no, one. No, Ghost Protocol. Was not. Rogue Nation? Rogue Nation was the fourth, fifth one. Okay. Fallout. Fallout was the last That's one.
1: why it's so generic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even remember the poster.
0: Mission Impossible Fallout. That's how...
1: I mean it's the very very ending is a little ridiculous but at the same time overall yeah. I think they were much more successful.
0: You mean the helicopter thing? Yeah. <laughs> just
1: I mean I realize I bought it I bought it in the Matrix. I didn't buy it in this movie. Well it's, I was fine with it, <laughs> it just out of nowhere I'll, this skill set is pretty impressive yes. and then the way he evades at the very end is like oh, okay. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, okay.
0: The timing of this is really fortuitous for you. I'll give it to you that you can figure it out. I can't give it to you. you be professional being able to elude people like that. No,
1: not like that. But at the same time, that was still the most successful of those for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, what's the second question that he has? Uh, it was that coming of age. Oh. Any funny stories around g- girls when you were kids or adults? What does that mean? Like girls, like coming of age with girls or, or like a dating thing? I remember I had... Girlfriend, when I was like fifteen, yeah, and she wore so much
1: makeup that we were making out once, and she brushed her cheek along my left shoulder, yeah, and permanently stained my white uh, t-shirt. I could never <laughs> get that makeup out because we were out in the she middle marked of you.
0: She marked you, man,
1: the middle of the day, and then I didn't get to wash it until later that night. And at yeah. that point, it just apparently had dyed the cotton. That yeah. shit is happening.
0: I think I, I remember... Uh, there was a girl that I had a thing for. Here's the thing. I'm kind of a nerdy guy. Well, I'm a, I'm a nerdy guy. And even back then, I was kind of nerdy at school. And I would wear like the fucking polo shirts tucked into the fucking jeans or tucked into the slacks or khaki pants. And I had a thing for the rocker girls. I had a thing for the heavy metal girls. Like, sure. I, I just had, Makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, I just had a thing about them. And the, there was this one girl who was in a lot of my classes... We'd have occasional conversations. We'd see she was a skinny, like she was kind of dark-skinned, like olive-skinned, mm-hmm. with this incredibly long, fantastic, tease to the fucking sky, aqua black hair. And she wore like black, the leather jacket and everything. But one day, we're in the library. And like I said, we'd had occasional conversations. Maybe I was learning how to flirt, because I think it was 15 or 16 and we're in the library, and we're just standing there. and She's holding a book or whatever, and I just walk in and I see her holding a book in the book, and I will walk up and just start talking to her, and we get closer and closer. We talk, and then we just start fucking rage making out there in the aisle, okay of the of the li- of the school library, the high school library. And I remember that was like a hell of an experience for me, of under- course, understanding how passionate I can actually be about this making out thing. And we were just going. She's she had an incredible tongue. It was a fantastic making out session, but I remember afterwards we would occasionally see each other and do. Something. But we, but it, you know, it's not going to work. We're just from two different things. But it was we had an attraction for whatever reason. And I was yeah. surprised that she found me attractive because I, you know, I was a nerdy kid. You know, so maybe
1: vice versa for her.
0: Yeah, true, maybe. But uh, I wish I could remember her name, man. I think if I saw her in a yearbook, I might remember her name. But it was a fucking awesome experience. So that's, that's a coming of age thing. That's certainly one that sticks in my mind.
1: Yeah, I was, I was more leaning for the awkward of just the, and you were like, dude, she had a ma- fantastic tongue. <laughs> okay. It's a story to tell. I didn't it know just it was coming.
0: A, well, I just mean, it was just an explosion. Like
1: it was like, Look, I think we, just we, we went, all assumed Ooh. that. Yeah. Yeah. Look, if we want to go down that route, sure. Sure. It's not a problem. I met a girl once at a, uh, a yeah. party in college and went back to her place, whatever. We kind of started dating after yeah. that. But she kept a claw-footed tub in her room. What is that? So it's those old like porcelain uh, bathtubs, Uh but they have claw feet coming down that usually are resting like on a ball, made of metal or or other things. But like my wife likes those those tubs, and I like them too. But she just had it in the middle of her room, and she would sit in it, and it was the weirdest fucking thing because she did it in front (laughs) of me one time, just kind of sat in it to relax, and was talking to me, and I was like, "This is strange." (laughs) This is very weird. This is strange. Did I hang around for a little bit longer? Yes. Were there specific reasons for that? Of course there were. But it was—I mean, just walking in. There's a there's a tub, and you don't say anything for a while. Of course. You know what I mean? You don't want to be the asshole, right? But eventually, you have to ask about the tub. Why is there a tub in here? It's basically my relaxation zone. How
0: did you figure that out? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> what was the clue? What was the clue yeah. that made you feel like, like this is the way?
1: Leaving home your freshman year, were you just longing to have a tub in your <laughs> dorm room the whole time? No, you had it at home? Or did you get like some provision this. in there? I don't even
0: know. I must have this. It was weird. <laughs> uh all right. Uh what that Tyler Spots? Are we skipping that new show idea? Um
1: well let's click it to see what it is. Okay. Mm. Yeah Okay Yeah let's hold that It's not a bad idea It's not a bad idea Thank you Mr. Keith Fitzgerald Yeah Uh, From Tyler Spots Tyler Says hi John and Matt I had a topic in mind for y'all That I think would be a lot of fun to listen to Perhaps you could uh, dedicate a show To some of your favorite movies Or movies that inspired your love of the art form I know that your favorite (laughs) films Are from uh, listening to the show But I don't think you've ever really discussed Your second or third favorites I thought this would be fun to listen to, since it's always nice to hear y'all talk about the things that you're really passionate about. Thanks for taking the time to read my suggestion, and I hope you like it. Thank you for all the great content. Take care, Tyler Spots. Boom. Um. Well, the topic in mind is basically you're creating a show for us, Tyler. Yeah. All right. Uh, shall we move on from that? We could discuss that amongst
0: ourselves. Okay. You don't want to just throw a movie out there for him to answer?
1: Um, well, he says perhaps you could dedicate a show to...
0: Yeah. You know, uh, okay, some of your favorite
1: movies or a movie that inspires so, so,
0: like, maybe a show where we don't do a countdown, we just talk about.
1: Yeah, for Patreon. Maybe we'll yeah. just choose, you know, yeah. some sort of topic and we'll
0: go deeper into that. Yeah, because we've never done our top 10 favorite movies because it'd be impossible to do It is. List.
1: You can't make a final. So, maybe just right. a special one off and we yeah. just.
0: Will we just talk about our yeah, top 10?
1: Do it for Patreon only. That just might work. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, the, here it is. We're not going to create, but this is, or maybe we try. Yeah. Maybe we try. I don't know how we fucking do that. That coin is going to get a lot of use that day. <laughs> a lot of use. There's going to be rigged coin allegations more than once.
0: Truth. <laughs>
1: truth. Yeah. Truth. So that well, could be a fun show. Maybe we'll do that for Patreon. We might
0: even shock ourselves and have a couple of the common ones. You never know. Maybe,
1: but I sincerely doubt
0: it. I too, too. I do, too. Well, I can think of one. Okay. But it'd be one or two, but there's a specific reason for that. Anywho. Any who. Right, so these are new show topics. Should we skip those? Or no? I think that's a regular
1: topic show, yeah.
0: Okay. And then, so what are we jumping to? Ryan Flake?
1: <coughs> no, I just clicked on it right before. It was... Oh, no, no, no. That's a click on the first one that says that. New show topics? Clicked.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, Wait, all and, right, greeting some ideas to play with. Um, okay, so the, yeah, are these
1: topics? This is fine. Yeah, it's a straight topic. Right. so this is from Matthew Hasso. Hasso. I think it's your turn to read.
0: No, no, you go ahead, because uh, the, the Tyler one wasn't an authentic one. we oh, okay. Yeah, right. go ahead.
1: Uh, greetings. Some ideas to play with. Uh, first question is, what property has a chance of matching what the MCU is doing? Uh, we already know the DC... Well, he says F you yeah. isn't up to the task. How dare you, Hassel, bringing curse words into this already.
0: <laughs> They're calling it the DC film universe So they're calling it DCFU Is how people are calling it Really? It's not official It's not official But people have taken to calling it that Well yeah because it has been a fuck you For a lot of these movies Yeah yeah So I
1: would hope they fight that And be like this is not what we're calling it guys Right right This is not a gif gif situation This is we're specifically calling this (laughs) Not a few
0: It goes between DCU and DCFU now Because no one wants Because they say that it's not the DCEU anymore Because the EU is dumb Yeah the EU is dumb MCU,
1: like, I realize you don't want to go DCU because you feel like you're just copying. Right. But at the same time, it's kind of now an industry standard for might as well use it. Yep, exactly. Uh, unfortunately, everybody calls Kleenexes Kleenexes, even though they're tissues from right. every other company. Or but, Coke. Mm-hmm. Coke. Yeah, yeah. could
0: be Pepsi or anything.
1: You just got to adapt sometimes. It sucks. You're getting them free publicity. But supersede them. Yeah. We could be calling them the DCUs instead of MCUs. That's fair. Uh Right. Anybody you think is up
0: to that task who could take him down? What well, property has a chance of matching what the MCU is doing? I think Star Wars. And I don't mean the current iteration. I mean... Uh, down the line? Yeah, Benioff and Weiss, uh, what Ryan Johnson is doing, what um, Jon Favreau is doing with The Mandalorian, and then what may end up happening uh, with the um, Diego Luna one, the Cassian Andor series. If those start to bring back the fans back into the love of Star Wars and Mm -hmm. we don't have to deal with the Skywalker bullshit anymore, I think there's real possibilities to match what uh, uh, Marvel's done. Because I don't think DC will 100% do it. I just don't. Uh, But I think they'll come close. I think they'll have hits and then they might even have a home run. But I don't think they'll have consistency. No. Where I think Star Wars might, because it feels like what Kathleen Kennedy is saying now going forward is that she wants... Ryan Johnson And Benioff and Weiss To build their Separate trilogies They want them To be connected uh, So they're all Talking and creating The mythology And the lore together So everybody's on The same fucking page Which was the problem With this current Iteration of Star Wars Was that J.J. Oh yeah Did the first one Left Now comes back
1: Yeah and now By all accounts Is trying to Gloss over The flaws that he saw In the second one For his overall arc Yeah uh, Of this series Yeah Exactly I think, you know, of those two options, Star Wars has a much, much better chance in that we've already put it film wise in a yeah. different category yes. than DC movies. So we're willing to give it more and more chances because we want it, as a populace, nothing more for uh, to succeed. Yeah. You know, we want it to be a hit. We want it to be amazing. DC, it's almost like an added bonus because they've given us so much mediocrity to shit. Yeah. Occasionally they send out like a gem and then it goes right back to. Why am I fucking watching this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it sucks because, you know, technically that's what my favorite was—is
0: kid growing up. But movie wise, it's not even close. Yeah, and I also think that they don't—they're not tied. If they're creating a new mythology, Matt, they're not tied to. Oh, this isn't my Superman. This isn't my Green Lantern. Yeah. They can just create it all from scratch. And so there's 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 a certain freedom in that. in that. Right, they could.
1: You're right, and it could be. So. Yeah, that could be a blueprint for success. I just don't trust them because. Mm-hmm. And I'm not too keen on the Star Wars because outside of Rogue One, yeah, I got a lot of problems with yep. all of them. And the I people that have the problems that. with Rogue One, you know, I understand what you're saying, but yeah, it's still way more successful to me than that last
0: one. Drove me nuts. Uh, yeah, me too. It's I, just
1: uh, why, why is this happening? Why is this happening? Yeah,
0: why are there mama jokes in Star Wars? Yeah, for why? Why,
1: why do we have this stupid Monte Carlo scene? Yeah. Where we go to, yes, okay, there's war profiteers. Why? I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. People over here can move shit with metachlorians. <laughs> Why do I care about something that's like my life? Yes, there are bad people every Of course, there's
0: profiteers on this. Right. F- uh,
1: <laughs> it was so annoying. And then these horse like things, and they set the horse free. Oh, that whole free. thing. Yeah, the
0: whole Cantu bite scene is ridiculous. Uh, it's just the, I mean. And then what was the point of Benicio del Toro even being in the movie if, in the long run, he was just going to screw no. them over and leave? He was a convenience. Yeah, that's what he was. Because they go to Monte Carlo and yeah. they can't
1: they can't get the guy they need. Yeah. So I assumed when when Benicio makes his pivot, it's like, oh, he was working for the Empire the whole time, and right. they were keeping tabs on these two. No. No He just happened to be In the same prison cell The only dude that could hack into this Right Exactly So fucking
0: stupid Yeah I agree I agree thoroughly uh, Okay Which actor or actress Are you surprised Isn't bigger Or do you want to move on No I'll answer that um, Okay Well you go first this time What, what actor or actress Are you surprised Isn't bigger Isn't bigger, bigger. Uh, Big, but bigger by what definition? Do you mean bigger by not by note by being uh, people know them, or do you mean bigger by box office? Because Fassbender is the surprise in terms of box office, yeah. Because he's an incredible actor, and no one goes to see his movies outside of X Men. Well, because
1: he he's done a lot of bad. Yeah,
0: but that's what I'm saying. He's so. honestly going to be out of our lives as a leading man here real quick. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because like, sucks. Yeah, because he's so good. He'll he'll end up being ensemble things, man, to be even in a T don't be surprised to see him in a TV series, like a gritty TV series down yeah. the road. But like as a lead, I think it's, it's done. I think guy Pierce is an interesting guy too, because yeah. with LA confidential and memento, you thought this guy could be around for a while and he really rarely ever leads anything. So that's Well a, that
1: we see. He does a bunch of Australian stuff. Yes, right, exactly. But, but like Prometheus would be the last biggest Yeah, good point. Um and that they put him in makeup. Yeah. Why they didn't just cast an old man, nothing against Guy Pierce. Right, right, right. But it was that's a good point. The makeup just looked so fake.
0: Hmm. Ironically, both of them are in that fastbender as well.
1: Yeah. That's the thing. Fastbender's had a lot of misses. Yeah. So he had the Alien series, no. He had that Snowman, whatever the fuck, no. Yeah. The Assassin's Creed, no. Yeah. Like Prometheus and Assassin's Creed, that's two separate franchises that you don't have. Right. So people are going to stop banking on you. He's yep. going to be Clive Owen. He's going to be Eric Bana. Good call. Yep. Yeah.
0: Josh Lucas. Yeah. All, these, all these guys that could have Guys picked. that had a
1: shot, but they just yep. never got the box off, so we got to move on. Yeah. Sucks, because mm-hmm. you're a good actor.
0: I don't know if there's an actress that's... I think actresses that are good, get work. Like, get, they get work. I mean, you can argue African-American, like, Sana Lathan doesn't work enough or doesn't get as much respect like as Regina King does. Regina works all the time, but she's also banging on doors like crazy as a producer. And, yeah, and well,
1: so. and she's always good. Yeah, she's always like, good. Nothing against yeah anybody else,
0: just like, you know what you're getting with her, which is just solid quality work. You know who I wish wasn't as big as they are is, is, or at least as respected is Eva Longoria. Nothing she does is worth a damn.
1: Yeah, but who holds her in the same I don't know. ABC keeps giving her these primetime shows. But we're talking about all these other actors might have to go to TV, like you brought up with. And she's a a TV actress. Did a
0: couple movies, but she's a TV actress. I wish she could do more with her power. I wish she could create better content with her powers. Latinas rarely, or Latinos or Latinas, rarely get a shot to do... ABC so you see like Shonda Rhimes is killing it with her shows I would like to have a Latina Shonda Rhimes and it sure as fuck isn't Eva Longoria so she always reverts that soap opera bullshit that drives me nuts so Shonda Rhimes does so, oh no but you've got lawyers and doctors it's not devious yeah, fucking maids but I
1: watch like I watch Grey's with my wife a decent amount yeah I've seen half to two thirds of like a lot of episodes because mm-hmm. I'll finish or whatever get home and she's watching so I'll just sit down and we'll talk and watch But I love it every time after, like, the first two episodes, I'm like, so is this the only hospital in America that the percentage of female doctors is, like, 82%? (laughs) I mean, there's female doctors left and right and be like, I know they make up a large percentage of the workforce. (laughs) But in no hospital in America, yeah, is it fair. like almost everywhere you look. Right. And you're not complaining that there's no, lot, you're saying that it's not realistic. The unrealistic, like, you know, I grew up in hospitals. Yeah, my yeah, dad's yeah. a doctor. My mom's a nurse. My aunt is a nurse. Like, yeah. just, I've been in a lot of hot, hanging out after school, whatever. I got to right. go hang at my dad's office for a while. Right. And uh, so I've been in a decent number, more <laughs> than the average person. You got on my, with my dad to clinics a couple of times. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Doing all that stuff. Uh, it's just never... I've never seen it. <laughs> never seen it. <laughs> so right there, I'm taken out of the reality and like, you know, it's the formula of every show, but it's supremely effective. Yeah. Yep. Just, you know, it ends on a song and then either it's going to be bittersweet or they're going to wrap things up. But they have like seven storylines going throughout. Right. About all these different, you know, characters interacting. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because I'll... Disappear for a while and then I'll see one like a season later and just, she's adopted two kids and this, that dude got in a car crash and it's a
0: soap opera. What's amazing how that whole first crew of people ended up like by almost by default. Um, what's her name from, uh, Grey's Anatomy, the main actress. Oh, I I always forget her name. Uh, she's kind of endured the whole thing because she never left the show, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, Patrick Dempsey left the show and now he's riddled with these accusations that he was abusive and aggressive on set with female actresses, including her. She came out and said that. um, Isaiah Washington got pushed off the show for apparently making homophobic comics Comments about T.R. Knight. T.R. Knight is nowhere to be seen since he left the show. No. And Heigl is persona non grata in Hollywood. So it's fascinating how the original, guy, oh, and McDreamy, I don't know where that guy is other than, than The Last Ship, and Rebecca Gayhart, she's gone too. I know this much. Mc, McDreamy is, yeah. what's his name? Oh, McSteamy, I'm sorry. Yeah, McSteamy. McSteamy. Uh Eric Drake, I think his name was. Eric He's, Drake. <laughs> that's such a great name. That's
1: a soap opera name. I'm Eric Drake. Just a fucking Dallas-like name.
0: <laughs> Dallas. That's a good name, too. Granite Stone. I am Granite Stone. Perfect. So it's the Flintstones version. <laughs>
1: yeah, right. Of the yeah. You might know me from. Uh, are there any other <laughs> actresses, or are there any that are big that you didn't don't think should be? Uh... I mean, you said the Eva Longoria, but um, I mean, I've never been uh, a huge fan of, uh, um. oh, shoot. I'm having a senior day.
0: Yeah, I know it's a Sunday, man.
1: Uh uh Juno. Um, oh, Ellen
2: Page. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I only see her in whatever role she's right, you know, performing in. So for me it's just like I don't get it cuz all I see is the person Ellen Page. I never buy the the character.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just
1: see Ellen Page in every movie because it just doesn't vary for right. me. Right. Right. I I realize I'm alone because she keeps getting work. Yeah. Uh but it, that's one where it's just like, man, I don't get it because
0: to me, that's, you know, a cardboard cutout, a mm. board. Yeah, interesting. We had her on uh, an interview with Christian. He did a one on one with her. She's very engaging in terms of, like, she's a knowledgeable person. She's very smart about yeah. things that she I'm knows. I'm not denigrating her. Right, right, right. But when you watch the interview, you're like, this is, there's no, there's like just, she's doing the same thing on, on camera. Okay. She's very relaxed, kind of delivery that's the same thing you see her do on camera. So mm-hmm. what you're saying is, yeah, when you cast Ellen Page, you're going to get Ellen Page. Yeah, right. Right. But
1: usually, it's like a big, a charactery thing version. Right, right. Or if it's going to be leading man, but akin to that, like Michael Sarah. But Michael Sarah has. Oh yeah. He can bring to life certain characters. Mm-hmm. And with her, it's just like, yeah, but I still believe you're just kind of you in this. Yeah. yeah. I don't ever see
0: you change. I have an answer for you, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I thought from... she has been in... A, she, Scott, I know the name. Scott Pilgrim. She was the girl in yeah, Scott yeah, Pilgrim. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. I got you. She When she was first starting out, she was in a couple of things that I really liked her acting she in. She was in The Thing? Yes. Was she, she in that, Sky the High? The prequel of Thing. Yes, and she was in Sky okay. High. So I liked her in all these uh, projects, and I thought for sure... You know, that eventually, because she's beautiful. I Mm -hmm. thought for sure she would be moving into bigger and bigger things, but she doesn't. And her second season, or third season of Fargo with Ewan McGregor, she's incredible in that season as an actress. You're just like, how is this person not booking the ingenue roles in so many of these films? I don't understand because she's a good fucking actress. I don't know. Yeah, it's my, she's the one that I wish was bigger than she actually is. Well, my guess is. She'll be if
1: she gets the break. She'll be an AD, Amy Adams. Yeah, you yeah. put her in it. She is just gold. Doesn't matter the type of the genre, whether it's going to be like a the DCU we were talking about, or something like a Rival, right? Or right. like she's just she always does a great job. Yeah, any movie you put her in.
0: Well, she's about to be in that Birds of Prey movie as the Huntress, but then again, okay. she's like third billing in the movie. She's not the lead, which is Margot Robbie. Yeah. So why? What is? I always wonder why she can't get there. So. All right. Uh, do you want to jump on the next? Do we jump into the next one? Sure. Okay. Uh, this is Johanna again. Oh, we already did that one. Okay. Okay. So let's move on to Ryan Flake. Um. Well, we already did, didn't we? Uh, Ryan Flake, he says, I had been hoping for a recap and review but in lieu of that, I would love to hear you guys talk about the Deadwood movie. Did it satisfy you as fellow longtime fans of the show? Didn't we do one? We didn't do a, a review? I don't think so, did we? I-, I thought we did.
1: Dude, I don't know. My life... Is blending so close the guy has to pull pulled up for Patreon. Okay. Yeah, I mean some of these got sent in a little while back and some of them were sent in very, very recently. Oh right, right. So right, we're right, getting right. a mix here. Uh to search through the post.
2: Hmm. I hate
1: using a trackpad on fucking I'm so used to a, <laughs> I got a wireless mouse like everybody else. Yep. Uh did we?
0: No, we didn't. No.
1: I'll be... How did we not do a Deadwood review? Well, because I think it was honestly...
0: we was it already timing? Taped,
1: Yeah, the timing of it. Okay. And by the time... I,
0: it's something along those lines. Yeah, we don't even have any of them scheduled. No. Fascinating. Okay. Well, we should talk about it. What was your feeling? Um, well, spoilers. Right. If you haven't seen the Deadwood movie... Yeah, if you haven't seen it... You can uh, skip ahead five minutes.
1: Tune later. out... It was really nice to be back amongst friends. Yeah. That's it a was. That's way to put it, yeah. But as somebody else I know, you know, summated it, and I think it's kind of perfect. They basically fit an entire season's worth of stuff into the span of a weekend in Deadwood. Mm. Mm-hmm. So the statehood, you've got a wedding, you've got Hearst, you got Hurst getting arrested again. Right. And then some people are saying, oh, it's unsatisfying because, you know, he's been arrested before. Uh, and then people are like Oh if you mirror back From the first one We open with You know Bullock Still in Montana mm. And he hangs a man Because there's a posse outside Trying to kill him And that's basically The best justice he can serve He's We close it We bookend it With him still serving justice Right It's like Yeah I get that It, it was really fun But at the same time I don't think it ever Would have fulfilled My hopes Yeah Unless I wanted way more Swearingen Yeah Way more mm-hmm. But you have to fit in All these like Jane showing back up and, uh, you know, having nice moments. You got to get Dan and you got to get so many different yeah. peripheral characters, you know, fricking a marriage, a birth. Yeah. Uh, it's, it was a lot to digest.
0: I don't disagree with you in that way that I still enjoyed the movie to pieces. Like you said, being back with the old gang was great to see them 10 years later to see how everyone's kind of aged in mm. certain ways. um, Uh, Charlie Utter to see Utter so much more thinner because he's older, you know. Robin Weigert, I thought, didn't miss a beat as Calamity Jane, she was fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um, Kim Dickens, they kind of put to the sideline, and I really enjoyed Kim Dickens on the show. But
1: there's only so much time. Exactly. Once you get past him, then you still have... What is it, John Hawks? Yeah. And you have his wife now, Trixie. Yeah. You have to focus on them. You do. And then you got the Bullock home life you have to get to. Yeah, Anna Camp barely said a word. Exactly. But that's the best you can really use her. Because in the show, she was only sporadically used. Yeah. But you need her in there, but that means also the movie
0: has to spend time with her. Yeah. Like, we didn't get a lot of Doc. No, we didn't. We had a great beginning for Doc. Yeah. And then only the occasional burst even Jeffrey, I mean, Jeffrey Jones. Jeffrey,
1: Jeffrey Jones just had a little cameo which, in it. Which essence. is what they were like, this is enough. Yeah. You got, you got You're kind of, be thankful you're in this. Yeah, at all. At some level. At all. Yeah, it's kind of risky for us. We could take heat Yeah. For just putting you in this.
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: well, you we had her reliving the days of Wild Bill again, which was her thing, you know, obviously constantly. But 10 years later, still caught up in the Wild Bill thing. That seemed a bit weird. Man. But... Gerald McRaney looked like he hadn't aged a fucking day, man. No, he's looked
1: I, like that since Major Dad. Yeah, I'm He's so just a little shocked. thicker
0: now. Yeah, but it was great to see him going back and forth with Swearengin and going back and forth with Oliphant. That was great. That scene where he's standing on the balcony after, and they shoot his dudes, and he's just standing there and goes, you and I are going to have a go around, and you know, I suspect you will. And I love that great back and forth, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, overall, it was great to be back. I think I would have loved another season. Yeah, over, that's an a, entire season's movie. worth. Yeah. You make a, a great point. Yeah. A
1: marriage, a birth, yeah. Uh, yeah. statehood, a fucking.
0: Yeah. Uh, um, uh, you know, uh, business practices that cost the death of a major character. Yeah. All that could have been explored so much more. Yeah, thoroughly. that's an entire episode. Oh, uh, two the Charlie other stuff. Yeah, two
1: or three. At well, least. yeah, you need at least one to build to it, mm-hmm. if not two, yep. to eventually set the stakes for, wow, I can't believe this just fucking happened.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, so it was just a lot to ingest. I'm happy they did it. It was fantastic. Me it means, too. It means more Deadwood for me to watch the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah. Truth. So, All
0: right, what's our next one?
1: Uh, it would be right above that, which is what? Wiley Todd? Wiley Todd. Uh, and Wiley Todd just says, Hello, John and Matt. My name is Wiley. Huge fan. If you guys could own a signed poster to hang up in your home, what would it be? Ooh. Damn, oh, that's a me. good question. So it could be signed by anything. So we're talking about movies, sports, TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he didn't uh, specify. No, he didn't. Be signed anything. whatever, the, whatever you wanted. Who's like what? What if you had a handbill from a time Abe Lincoln was given a public speech, oh, and you had an autograph on that? That's nice. I'm just saying, like with poster, because he opened. This is wide open. So now right. you can go back. How long have we been using posters? Yeah, and
0: then maybe. So maybe go back
1: further, you know,
0: Abe Lincoln signing a poster at the Ford Theater for the play he got shot at? Oh, perhaps. That would totally work, make I mean, millions. Yeah. Fuck, that's a good one. I would take a signed Babe Ruth jersey post, like post it up as a poster, like hang up in a thing in what, a
1: frame. What about I think I'd prefer to have this Hmm. the Muhammad when he's standing over Sonny Liston oh yeah if you had his wraps underneath his glove (laughs) and that's just behind frame but it's not a poster so I'm kind of cheating on that
0: well if you have the picture there then it's a poster okay well sure I'll
1: take that as well (laughs) I like the idea of the wraps better because it's just like the sweat if there's any blood from Knuckles like you actually see the fight more so than the gloves right right
0: um do you have, have a Michael Jordan poster? Would you? Have, does that mean anything? Like getting it signed? Sure. Bill? But yeah. at the
1: same time, I would rather go back for a Lincoln or something that's yeah, really that's fucking
0: awesome. super super interesting. Got it. Well, I yeah. would take an original Declaration of Independence signed by everybody. Signed by everybody. Signed by everybody. Dang, well, that's wall. worth a lot. That's I would take sure. that. I would take that one.
1: Okay, fine. I'll take the Magna Carta. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's one that's worth a little bit more. Uh, fair, fair. Yeah, you want to do that?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Some poster from Caesar or from... Oh!
0: How about the wanted poster for Jesus? Signed by Jesus before he goes... <laughs> Signed by
1: Jesus. <laughs> what? As he's, he's got the cross on him and he's taking it up the hill. Oh, my God. There's Jesus, people inside. This? Just, he takes the a stops a stop for a second, reaches over his sides, goes back... Actually, he can't, so he just has to reach from where he's at. Yeah, right. They have to put the...
0: Oh my God, Jesus Christ, is that you? Holy shit, can you sign this for me? We're going to get some shit for that. Uh, Probably. We're just joking. It's just jokes. It's just jokes, people. Uh, Yeah, how
1: long have we had paper or papyrus? We could go back a ways. (laughs) We could go back a ways. Ramesses II. Ramses.
0: Ramses. Uh,
1: The day he executed a thousand slaves. (laughs) I've got the official scroll from that day.
0: You know what I would take is a um, signed poster of WrestleMania three Hogan, Hogan and Andre the Giant both signing that because okay. that was a great fucking well. I mean, look, life changing match. You got the Iron
1: Sheik and Nikolai Volkov. <laughs> that's over going in the corner. That's
0: going into the uh, uh, donation bin. We're taking that to Goodwill. Oh really? Yeah.
1: Does it have any value online?
0: No, not really. Okay. Uh, yeah, mass produced. A friend, yeah, totally. A friend gave it to me as a he's like. Hey, I'm getting rid of it. And I held it for a while in my house because his girlfriend made him get rid of it. And ironically, so is mine. So it's going
1: away. Uh, dude, I've, I've been selling stuff on eBay. Yeah? Just because we got a clean house. You got
0: to teach me how to do that, man. I have so much stuff to sell that I, I can't get dude, anywhere going.
1: I sold, so I kept concert tickets for a certain period of, of my life. Right. But there are all these specialty fish tickets from the two summer tours I did. Ooh. And then I have the wristbands and I had a playbill from a, a Halloween show in Vegas that right. I went to and all that stuff. So I put it up online, and I got $153. Wow. It got into a bidding war. Holy shit. Well, it's just because some of this is like, you cannot get this anywhere else. Right, right, right. They were only giving out the night of, if you're a huge fan, you know, the Playbill alone is worth like 50, 60 bucks. Yeah. Which I didn't know at the time. I just put it up for 55 bucks. I was like, maybe I get lucky. because right. I, I looked up to see what the tickets were worth. It was like, it looks like people are getting like, you know, 10 bucks, 15 bucks a piece. Wow. And I've got 14, 15, 16 just in that that variety alone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah made made a good little Damn, sold some man. CDs. Oh no shit! Online, just look up. All right, find out if anything has value. Throw it up. Done and done. Yeah, easy. You can, you can buy the shipping label from eBay, and they
0: actually give you a discount on it. Wow. Yeah, I'm trying to get rid of that television, the 3D TV that I have. That's. I
1: thought you finally had somebody on the hook for. That I piece. did. I've
0: had three separate people on the hook, and every single time they back out at the end
1: because nobody wants a 3D TV. <sighs> I know.
0: Someone offered me four hundred for it, and I was like, "All right, four hundred, fine. Just get it out of here." And then they balked on Saturday uh, a couple weeks ago. We're like, "No, no, I'm good. Never mind. I found something else." I was like, "Damn it!" What were you asking? I have, I started out at seven fifty because they don't have them anymore, and there's, so yeah, there's a reason for well, that. Well, the, but the laser discs are are of high value too because people have an affinity for them. Okay. So I thought people if people bought a lot of three D content, maybe they'd want to still be able to watch it. So a Samsung, uh, 3D television, 60 inch 3D television in great condition. By, I'll, I'll I'll let you know, uh, I thought would sell, but as it's dropped on uh, the WhatsApp app or whatever the app is. WhatsApp. WhatsApp is that what it is? Yeah, I mean, there's a messaging service called WhatsApp. No, no, was. no, not that. That's a different thing. What is this? Thing? this oh, one. Offer Up. Offer Up. Okay. I had it on Offer Up, and you put pictures and people because like uh, Lindley has sold so many things on Offer Up. I don't know. I told I told her to sell it like for me, and you know she won't do it because she doesn't because like people just come bomb uh, bombard her with requests. So throw it up. I'm yeah, gonna try eBay. That's not a bad idea. Just market for local pickup only. Yeah, yeah. Good so that
1: it narrows it down, and you can keep it up there for as long as it needs to be. Yeah. And just put up like you know five hundred or best offer. I mean, oh, you'll yeah, probably that's probably get your four hundred or maybe three fifty. Right. And then they'll come fucking pick it up. But basically, it's a signed contract once they agree to it. Yeah. Right. So the money
0: comes in. Yeah. So you just. Throw it up. It's not a bad idea.
1: I think the longest you could do on that is like 14 days, and then you basically just have to click a button to then restart the process over again.
0: I think it's 14 days. Okay. Seven is their standard. We'll see. All right. uh, Should we jump into the next one? Lewis Berrigan, right? Uh, Sure. Okay. I'm reading right. Am I right? Go for it. Lewis Berrigan, uh, hi, guys. As you both do stand-up comedy... (laughs) <laughs> yeah yep. no nope matt knows the stand-up comedy i one in the same i visit <laughs> one in the same i was wondering if you had any recommendations to films featuring fictionalized stand-up comedians oh that's a good question i mean <laughs> <laughs> this is a matt knows question
1: well funny. look some people like punchline oh yeah the
0: tom hanks one and then there's funny people Oh, right yeah. The, I didn't mind that one, actually. I know people bashed it, but I didn't mind. The
1: Apatow. Uh, I just don't think... There's not really a good one. If you're going to watch anything, just watch any of the documentaries and stuff like that. Yeah, Comedian.
0: The Jerry Seinfeld yeah. documentary is incredible. It's a good one.
1: My, what was your favorite moment? Because I have one specific favorite moment. Uh, that's a good question.
0: I don't know. Something to do with Orny. When, or- when they go into Orny's... Place and oh. his mania is shown to you in all those books and notebooks. Like, he is one step away from Kevin Spacey in Seven. Like, he really, you're just like looking at it going, This is madness. It's, yeah, he's anal retentive. Yes. To say the least. By the way, but very far, like, his special I saw two years ago, I told you that, like, it was funny as fuck that was on Showtime. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe how funny it was, considering how much of a jerk he comes off as in the documentary. So.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know if... Because you could say, like, all oh, the editing worked against him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the same time, she's
0: like, man, it, he just kept giving them examples. That's the thing. It can't work against you yeah. at that consistent of a level unless you're giving them a lot yeah, of Yeah, well,
1: and a lot of them were long takes. Yes. So it's like, okay, here we are set up in this area, and you are just kind of manically pacing around for a while, right. talking and whatnot, and laying out in the street. Right. And my favorite moment, though, I think Seinfeld was doing a show with Tom Papa. It was upstate New York. Okay and he gets exacerbated with the crowd cuz they won't shut up and he gets backstage he turns to pop and he's like how fucking big do you have to be for them then to shut the fuck up and it's just so nice of even at his level cuz they are nights man of where course. you're just like shut the fuck up it's rare though in a yeah. club yeah, especially with him because they come to see rare.
0: you right right they come yeah. to see you guys you yeah. are a huge name yeah, yeah, yeah um
1: and it's like you know it's one of the best parts about comedy. You can tell people to shut the fuck up and kick them out.
0: I had that in Houston. And again, I I'm visiting. Matt Nost is the stand-up comedian here. I'm visiting, but I had a but once you feel the confidence on confidence on stage, mm-hmm. then you feel that impulse to call people out when they're not paying attention or they're not focused and a couple of times I had that to do that in Houston and I kind of enjoyed it. It was an interesting experience, okay. you know. You don't always want to. You don't want to do that because you can alienate the audience. I'm sure, but um, when they're not, when they're being disrespectful, that's a whole other ball game. Yeah. No. This is yeah something yeah. utterly different. Would you recommend the Louis series? Because those snippets where he's at, that's a real window into like interaction with stand up comedians. Kind of. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. I like that series. Yeah. The first few seasons, especially, because I vividly remember watching those.
0: Yeah. Uh, those were my favorite scenes were the scenes with the other stand-ups when they were sitting around at the table afterwards and you or, or outside the club sitting on the steps, like tearing each other to pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't get into Still Standing. I, I tried. I couldn't get into it as much. The Pete okay. Holmes one. Did you watch that one or no? No. Yeah. Do you hate watching shit with Stan? Like, do you go, I lived it. Why the fuck do I want to watch it?
1: I. It's just a lot of, like, crashing it's like a, that's the one I meant yeah. I'm
0: sorry Crashing that's the Pete Holmes one She's like, like ah, this doesn't really
1: remind me of anything sometimes yeah, 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 but I didn't watch all that much of it because it's like I don't really need to like uh, uh, I'm dying up here I didn't watch any of it oh yeah yeah I, I, I knew several people on that mm-hmm, show mm-hmm. but my wife watched it so I saw bits and pieces mm-hmm. here and there and thankfully I got to see all the people I know and yeah. they did really well uh, in fact one of them was like yeah, I put you in the argument for what I saw yeah one of the best, if not the best, you know, consistently. Wow. Yeah, he was he was really good. That's cool. Yeah, it was it was uh, cool, but I couldn't. I don't know. Yeah, it's just not really my cup of tea. Understood. Yeah, I just I've done it for a long time, so I don't really want to watch it. Yeah, and watch a facsimile, and then it's not the same thing.
0: It's like when I watch Barry in those acting classes. I just have, I fucking get PTSD, man. Because I remember being in those acting classes. And I'm like, it's the last thing I want to see profiled on it. It's like I don't want to see any of that. Yeah, because I remember having to do that bullshit and the conversations you have with yourself, so that you keep doing that bullshit. And it's just like, and what you have to deal with, and the people's like issues that they bring, all their fucking mommy and daddy issues they bring into the room. And you're just like, oh man, I can't, I just can't. Watching it on Barry, I just, I literally go insane. Poor Lindley, when she watches with me, she's just like, honey, I don't know how you did that for 15 years. And I'm like, yeah, 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 I never, yeah.
1: I've um, never been to an acting class, so I don't. Never- <sighs>
0: You would have A feel I was
1: day. told Before I got here Listen to being in commercials You don't need no hot act Nope And I was like Okay And it was from A guy who had been In numerous movies TV shows mm-hmm. As another comic I knew And he was like You have such a good You know White guy look You do, do not need To take classes Yeah You should be able to book Just and I was be like, natural Okay Alright <laughs> That's all I need Yeah And you know I just did Things that came natural And eventually I landed some stuff Yeah Yeah Uh but yeah, you don't need to be able to act. So I never went to acting class.
0: <laughs> good.
1: Yeah. I it just, it's, I don't, as of right now, when I was doing that, I didn't have aspirations to do, like, I don't need to be a big thespian yeah. actor. It's like, yeah, no, thank you.
0: I like the female one they did with Whoopi and Joan and all them. That was really good. That documentary on the female stand ups. I, re- I was like shocked at the shit they go through. I, didn't, uh, I don't know that I saw that one. Yeah. Sarah Silverman. They had a bunch of people on there.
1: All right. What's our next one? Uh, from Jonathan Peck and says Dear John and Matt I'm going to ask you guys a simple question what are your top five favorite ensemble casts from a TV show Ooh, I'm not including miniseries or TV movies okay. here's his picks 90's era SNL Parked and Rec, The Sopranos Community The Office US version thanks for answering my question P.S. I hope you guys will do a live top 10 show in Washington D.C. someday
0: I would love to do that it's c- always possible I could go home that would be nice um casts I would say Deadwood, immediately yeah. as we spoke about it. West Wing? Certainly the West Wing. Because uh, that takes a very
1: specific actor to be able to ping pong around all those lines at a mile a minute. I agree.
0: Um, I uh, Cheers. I would say the okay. Cheers cast. Okay. With Kirstie Alley. I know people love the Shelley Long one. I have affinity for Kirstie Alley more. I enjoyed how she was able to hold her own with I, all of I them. I like them both. Yeah.
1: I watched Kirstie's in real time. I caught kind of like the end of Shelley because right, I was right. young. Mm-hmm. And then I've gone back to watch the Cell. I'm more used to the Kirstie's. So those yeah. are, to me, more reminiscent of what Cheers is. I would say something like The Wire, but there's not a ton of crossover. Right. So it's like several different ensembles. Yeah. That whole second season barely touches any of the Yeah. And it goes so to a new. First. That's honestly the closest to an ensemble because it kind of just focuses on the shipyard. Yep. Primarily. There's still right. other aspects, whereas. Season one and then three and thereafter, it's you have the crime, you have the cops, you have politicians, you yeah, have
0: in the newspaper.
1: Yeah, newspaper eventually. And you have I love these, that one. That one to me is where it falls apart. Really, it goes oh. from great pantheon to this is really good. Yeah, okay. There's just a couple of times it's like, wow, this really violates the how you set up these characters. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it? They ran that illegal wiretap, but it was the yeah. The cop that used to make the
0: uh, um, toy furniture and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he
1: gets in bed with McNulty, even though he knows McNulty is basically the devil on everybody's shoulder because he's the devil on his own shoulder. Right. And they run that illegal wiretap, and it's just like, he would never in a million years. He's the one that stood up to McNulty and was like, you need to stop your shit in previous uh, seasons and kind of helped him write it when he eventually got married and whatnot. Yeah. He saw the wisdom of what people were trying to tell him and then come back. I was like, okay.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. I don't know.
1: It was still engaging, but.
0: Yeah, I, could, I I understand that. I, that makes sense. That actually does make a lot of sense.
1: <coughs> um, let's see, what other like, big ones? Because Breaking Bad's not
0: big enough, I don't think, no. ensemble wise. You know, I'll throw in Golden Girls. Yeah. That's one of the tightest shows I've ever watched, man. Scripts wise, performance wise, comedy wise, drama wise. Mm-hmm. Really fantastic show. Veep? Yeah, Veep is great.
1: That takes a very <sighs> specific type of actor to be able to rifle off insults. Sometimes it's... it's, I say, you know, Deadwood is, is Shakespearean vulgarity. Yep. On some level, Veep is because they find ways to denigrate individuals instead of calling them an asshole. Yeah. They'll think of a more <laughs> obtuse way to get to it. Yeah. And once the punch lands, you're like, mother... That was so brutal. <laughs> and that's just one in a scene that's going to have six more. Yep. And you're, at times, you're just aghast like, wow, that is a good cut down, Yeah. Followed by, that's an even better cut down. <laughs>
0: I, mean, I love it when they started, they had like that joke off at Jonah's expense, the nickname off. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I was on literally on the floor laughing so fucking hard I couldn't catch my breath. That
1: dude used to run uh, casting uh, sessions for commercials. What? I remember Did you ever go to that uh, commercial casting place above Hooters in Santa Monica? Yes. Down on the promenade? Yes.
0: I've been there two, two or three times. Yes. So- he was... I remember that shit. Uh, I
1: had him for two or three that I got okay. avails on, but I didn't book on two of them, and mm-hmm. I got a call back on the other one, but I just remember him because he was a nice guy. Yeah. And you remember the casting directors that know how to speak to you? Yeah. Like the other one, uh, what is it, Knowles? What's her first oh, name? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kathy Knowles?
0: Kathy Knowles. Her, her
1: place in Santa Monica? Mm-hmm. I never booked anything out of there, but they had the best casting directors mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they could just be like give it to me like this. Yeah. They would sense who you were and just give you great direction and be like, boom. And they're like, yeah, we got it. Yeah. But you knew that's what they wanted. Right. And there are other times it was nice because a couple times I couldn't get it and they are like, nah, like not today kind of thing. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, right? I just not. Can't find it. There wasn't judgment. No, it was no. like, I like coming here. I haven't booked with you guys and it's the furthest drive I have to make. Yeah. But I like it every time because I feel like I'm in good
0: hands. As much as I hated that Santa Monica at 3.30 or 4.30 in the afternoon, I liked auditioning at that place. The, Me too. The, the one over there at Ocean Park. I park over by Panera Bread. Oh, smart.
1: Yeah, you don't have to Fucking pay for... smart. You don't have to pay. As long as you get the one block pass. there's yeah. no more meter parking, so now you just
0: got to find street parking that's like two hours long. Yeah. Uh, I usually would go to the one on Holly, on uh, Beverly, the one over there above the... Um, oh, Lamps Plus? Yeah, above the Lamps Plus. There, I was there all the time. Yeah. That was like my main one, and then the one over there on La Brea by the pet store. And by the lamps as well. By that. Uh, Which one? It's a uh, Petco. By the Petco over there. Oh, it's on La Brea. Yeah. Across yeah, yeah. from that little mini Italian restaurant on the corner. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I used to go there all the time. Uh,
1: yeah. No, the one uh, above the lamps plus. Yeah. So people out there listening, you know, they assume on some level, every once again, you're on a lot or something and you see Roman soldiers walk past and then there's a giraffe <laughs> and all that stuff. <laughs> that's the only place where I walked in because it's such a big. Yeah uh, You know Studio so to speak They've got what Nine rooms Nine rooms Ten rooms And this yeah. huge open space So I've been in there before And be like There's some sort of Emo punk rock thing Casting over there And I was there For this NHL 2K
0: Oh nice Thing Whatever
1: whatever year it was Yeah They told me like Show up in full hockey garb It's the only time They ever told me to do it I didn't do it I showed yeah. up And Ellis actually gave me A jersey that was Another friend of ours He's like Just give it back to so and so Right Because we were just Handing down jerseys I, like, I didn't fuck I don't know anything Hockey <laughs> But then across, there was something for astronauts, and two or three dudes showed up in astronaut costumes. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then across, it was like the one day where it's like, wow, wildly different. But usually it's yeah. just a bunch of, oh, they're doing like Latina or maybe Asian family. on Right, this. right, right. And here's the white guy one, and then here's potentially another white guy one, and then here's the young black or Latino
0: guy yeah. one. I hated those moments when you get paired up with somebody <laughs> who doesn't want to be paired up with you. I hated that feeling, Matt. Be, really? Being full-on vulnerable and honest. I fucking hated it when they would assign you a, 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 someone to be your wife, female actress to be your wife. Then she'd walk up, see, and she'd be like, oh. And then you'd see it. You'd see them deflate thinking, oh, you know, I don't think I, this isn't who I wanted to be paired up with. And so you try to make it work, but you could feel your, your ego and your self-esteem get shot by that kind of shit. You know? Yeah. So it was always frustrating, man.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, yeah. It, there's nothing worse than going in there with somebody who sucks. Yeah. Or somebody doesn't want to be with you because yeah. then. Or they don't want to be there. Yeah. And you're like, dude, if you suck, I'm going to suck. Yeah. By proxy. Yep. So let's just have fun. Yeah. I booked one at the callback where me and the other two dudes in it. Yeah. All booked it. We were the, the, cause we all had fun. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. went straight off script and whatever else. And then like, boom, and we got hired. That's never happened. Yeah. Uh, but it was like, yeah, if you're in there to have fun, the more fun I have in that room, the more I book. Yeah, exactly. Although I don't go out anymore. Yeah. I stopped. I officially canceled <laughs> a while ago. Not too long ago, but a while ago. I was like, this, yeah. I just don't want to do it anymore, guys.
0: As soon as I took the full-time job at Collider, all of that stopped. Uh, all of it stopped. I'd still do the voiceover stuff, but uh, but you know, there are moments that I want to try again just to see commercial-wise, not theatrically. Yeah. I don't give a fuck theatrically. I don't. Uh, commercial would be nice because, like, it's a lot of money for one day if you book a national. Now or whatever.
1: they've got. So, my uh, buddy of mine just yep. booked one. who's was playing throughout the playoffs. Oh, wow. And I was like, dude, I hope that's doing well for you. What's the new contract like? Yeah. You know, because I haven't stayed up on it anymore. And I'm not doing it. And he's like, well, as of June 1st, for the contract, for the, the one he did, they now can do a 20K buyout at the front. Holy shit. But then they get unlimited usage across right. all spectrum. Right,
0: right, right, right.
1: So it's kind of a, uh, you're not gonna make anywhere near what you used to make, but yeah. at the same time, you're making better than what it was the previous eighteen to eighteen months to two, two years. Yeah. Where it's just like, okay, we're gonna shift everything to internet and cable. We can play it as much as we want, and you make less than two thousand for each. Right. And people out there are listening to be like, well, it's still a lot of money, but at the same time, you only book a certain percentage and you're driving, and then you have callback, you have a fitting plus day shoot, and that's if you book it, that's four days. Yep. And then everything else is just like, okay, I've got an audition.
0: And then I got a call back and I yep. got an audition. You're just driving nonstop. So I liked the five years I was uh, doing that like fully. I loved it when I wasn't like uh, working a regular job. I was just an actor. And it was nice. I got to book things that kept me alive for a while both on camera and uh, voiceover wise that I didn't have to have a job. So yeah. For, like a real job. So for five years not that acting isn't a job, you know, but for five years it was nice to be able to drive and go to well, places. Well, nine to five. Is what yeah, you're nine saying. to five. Yeah, I didn't have a nine to five. And it was nice to drive to places and be able to perform and audition and blah, 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 and the grind of it all. And it was nice also to have like a day to not do it and just chill out and watch Netflix or whatever mm-hmm. because you've made your money. And so you're okay doing that. Like it was nice for a while, but then. Then when the st- when it starts running out and because it, it, nowadays apparently it's really bad. Oh yeah. Uh, so you know you, you I had to do what I had to do to stay alive in the city. So
1: yeah, I'm glad I got out when I did. Yeah, fair. Yeah, you stop making good paydays. Yeah, pretty it... quickly right after that, and I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. If I was still grinding, I'd be making you know half as much.
0: Yep. Yeah. People grinding don't know just as hard if not harder. If you book three nationals in the old days, you you'd be set for the year with six figures. People don't know easy.
1: Yeah. I knew one guy like 2002, 2004, and he was booking numerous nationals every year. <sighs> and he's like, dude, I used to make so much money off yeah. of just two to three commercials, like obscene amounts of money. Right. And that's probably, you know, ridiculous and why the industry lashed back yeah, to like guess so. so much. Yeah,
0: But at the same time, it's just like, yeah, there's a lot that goes into this. Look at those marketing budgets. I was having a conversation with a friend of mine who talked to a, a commercial director Oh my god! I know the money commercial directors make is obscene for the I've, amount of time. I've flat out
1: asked on set, yes, yeah, yeah. the directors. So what do you make for this? If you don't mind my asking, after we've been shooting the shit all day, <laughs> and one dude was like, "Well, the beauty is, I have a day rate, yeah, which is an obscene amount of money, five figures, <laughs> low five figures, but five figures." But he's a like, "Day rate, yeah, day rate." But I determine the length of the shoot plus editing plus all that, so I just tell them it's two weeks and I get paid for 14 days at my day rate. <laughs> oh, and you're like, fuck.
2: <laughs> How
1: did, wow. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, but you got a hustle and everything. Yep. Yeah. It's like, it's That's still a part grind. of it. Yeah. But at the same time, you're doing well because this is, you know, it was a capital one commercial. So no, it's, it's like, nice. it's not like you're getting shit work. You're yeah. getting good work. Yeah.
0: It's good stuff. Uh, do you want to answer one more before we wrap up? Yeah, let's do okay. it. Um, Hans
1: Eskelson. Yes. Says, if you go back in time and participate in any movie production, what movie and what role, whether an actor or behind the scenes role? Okay, this is going to
0: sound crazy, but I think I would go back and take my life into my own hands and be part of the production team for Apocalypse Now. Okay. Just to watch the madness of that entire situation through the eyes of Coppola and his wife, who was there filming that Hearts of Darkness documentary, but also the weather, the sets, the not knowing if it's going to happen or not, Um, Martin Sheen breaking his hand for real when he punched the mirror, rushed to the hospital because he had a heart attack, a legitimate heart attack on set, and then Brando showing up overweight without knowing any of the lines. Just the insanity of it all, would be enough to write a book about, to be honest with you. And it's one of my favorite films ever. Mm-hmm. So to be on set to witness it, although I might have like 10 different diseases out of the situation and probably go to therapy for the next 20 years, it would be something to talk about for sure. Yeah, the collateral damage of that on you <laughs> later would, on would be the pretty re- high. Yeah, the residue would be for a while. Um,
1: my favorite was always, and I believe it's when they shot this, when they did the original Ocean's Eleven. Oh. So they were... They shot it in Vegas Right And they were doing shows every night And the show would end And they're already liquored up and whatnot And then like an hour later They show back up on set And then they mm-hmm. shoot at night And they go to bed And then they do another show that night And get right. drunk And then leave the show And whatnot Continue drinking Go shoot a movie yeah. Go to bed The amount of fun That they had to While in oh, yeah.
0: Vegas Oh yeah
1: I, you know Fuck I don't need to be anybody in that movie I just like, dude, guys, let's party. (laughs) I'm here to have fun. Call me on stage and I'll do a little dance for you, whatever the case is, and then we drink and have a good time and then, boom, (laughs) go shoot a movie and then go to bed, wake up, do the whole thing all over again and just live a
0: ridiculous life. Let's bring up Mad Nose. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Come on up and talk about the fellas. Talk to the fellas. (laughs) All the fucking... Tell them your jokes.
1: Tell them your jokes, man. Tell them Uh, your jokes. I would love to do that. I mean, it'd just be fascinating to see behind the scenes because I believe that's where the quote from Sinatra where he wouldn't do a second take because yeah. you are only yep. paying me for one movie. Yep. And you're like, dude, you're so drunk yeah. and so high on your own ego because you're playing to sold-out shows all the time in Vegas yeah. and now you're shooting a movie on your schedule at night <laughs> because that's when it's convenient for you. It's just the, the balls to be like, you are only pay me for one movie, baby. <laughs> you're
2: like, what? <laughs>
0: oh, it's great. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, I think that was, uh, I think that would be an awesome experience. You're right. I mean, because I'm a massive Rat Pack fan too. Like, I have books and shit about the Rat Pack that I love. It would be interesting to explore that.
1: And they existed at a time in American pop culture where they could have gotten away with anything short of murder. Oh, yeah. And everybody would have, all the press would have more than likely, you know, swept it under the rug. Yep, yep. Now, if you're going to have some big, like, lover's quarrel, that's going to make news. Or if you're going to do, but they'll, there's still, I guess, an understanding of, we can't put all this out there for public right, consumption, right. and now it's like, well, there's too many people now trying to do that job, so oh, yeah. somebody's going to get the information. Oh,
0: my God. Can- Jack Kennedy in 2019 never would have chance. <laughs> never would have chance. I mean, not even close. Not even close. It would be insane, all the stuff that would come out with that guy. And it came out already in the 60s while he was doing it, so I can't even imagine what it would come out yeah. in 2019. But I think it was also
1: an understanding at that point uh, amongst the people or not an understanding,
0: but a general consensus. Yeah. that,
1: Yeah. Guys like him do that. It's to be expected. Right. Right. Uh, <laughs> and that's just not the case anymore. Nope. You can't get away with that kind of horseshit. Nope. Nope.
0: And, uh, you know, hey, listen, we're probably better for it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I would think. I so. would hope so. In the long run. Yeah, I would say so, too. Uh, All right, well, that's uh, our episode for uh, this week. Thanks, everybody, for downloading and listening to it. it is, a, what are we call this thing? Just Topic Thunder? Was topic you? Thunder. All right, Topic Thunder. you came thunder? in so
1: jazzed the last time
0: we did it. Now yeah. you're wavering? No, no, no. I, I mean, like, the title is Topic Thunder, but, like, should we have another Topic Thunder? What do, what do we call it? What, what, like, what separates this episode from other Topic Thunder episodes, I guess is what I'm getting. Nothing. This is Nothing? just an
1: extended. All right, fair enough. Uh, we'll we can put that it? in the title. Yeah. Uh, you know, Topic Topic Thunder Extended. Extended edition. Yeah. The director's cut. That's sure. what I'm I'll put that, not a problem. I'll type that out, the rector's cut. (laughs) Something special for the feats. The only time it's ever happened. Right. In fucking what, four years,
0: four and a half years? Yeah, that we've been doing this. Yeah,
1: a long time. We've always been good about it. Yeah, true. Uh, And this time, just, you know, circumstances worked against us. and This was much, much easier
0: than having to sit down and come up with another top 10. Agreed. Yeah. I uh, hope you enjoy I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, let us know what you thought. Uh, you know, in the comment section or in you know, tweeting at us or emailing us. Let us know we thought. Do you like these? Do you want us to keep going with this topic, Thunder? Because I am enjoying them. You know, and so it's a lot of fun. Yeah, to it's have, good have a conversation.
1: It's, it's a, a fun show. It's good content because yep. you know we get to hear from them and what's on their mind, kind of yep. thing. Of like,
0: hey, what about this?
1: I was right. thinking about this. Do you think this is bad? Do you think this is good, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and it's a nice way to kind of gauge the pulse of what people are into. Yeah and uh you know our thanks to all our patrons once again you go to patreon.com forward slash the top 10 if you want to participate in this and get this as exclusive patreon content we got the chicago show up there you get a shout out at the end of the month you can participate in different shows the relist and actually picking a show yep. you can do all that there so just join us over at patreon.com forward slash the top 10
0: with <laughs> that number 10 <laughs> you can follow matt Nose at matt Nose. you yes. can follow me at the rogue says on twitter and on instagram and keep your eyes peeled out for more and more content if you're not a Patreon supporter, like Matt said, go over there and become one because we've got so much content coming down the road. We're taking topic ideas for shows um, or I'm sorry, t- ideas for shows to create new content for you all. So there's definitely a lot coming down the pike for the top 10. It's a lot of fun to generate all this kind of stuff and get the response from you all. Uh, okay, and That is else? it. All right, have a great rest of your week. We'll talk to you next time on the top 10.